It's been a long time since the cappuccino was fashionable. We go to one of those uh, cappuccino places. Cappuccino. Practice situational awareness next time you're at the gas station. Who eats apples? I eat apples. I'm on a diet, bro. I gotta eat apples. Gotta eat apples on a diet. I don't know if that's true. I don't know. Is there any validity in that? I don't think so. <laughs> I'm going to start eating more apples. But great. That's, uh, that's what we're going to call this episode. I'm going to eat more apples. I'm very excited for Stan Efforting next week. Yeah, dude. What's that little Captain Morgan cup? Yeah, it's a coffee. It's coffee, but yeah. Where? I'm staying. I'm on the road, so I'm staying at. My life's been hectic the last two weeks. So I'm Where? staying at. There's a casting couch behind me. Mm-hmm. See that? Yeah. This is the last uh, commercial yep. gig I'm doing for the winter. So getting it's it done. What? It's the last commercial thing I'm doing for until the winter's probably over. So, oh. I'm, tra- so I'm traveling right now and then I'll be back home. Okay. It didn't look like coffee in there. It's, it does. Yeah. Actually, like, you should like I, milk. I had a black iced coffee this morning and we only had a little bit left. So it was like this and it just straight on the rocks. It looked like looked like whiskey or something. What have you guys been oh, doing? Oh, uh, you know, another Stru- day. Fighting with technology. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Peter froze after. Yeah, yeah dude, it's what you want. This is what you want. What's up? So what episode is this? What do we got going on here? We got 141, I believe. Episode 141, gas station cappuccino. Some 41. Yes. We're here. All right. So, Dylan. I'm looking at it. Yeah, it's 141. Uh, you know, so something I think about a lot, I'm going straight into it, right, is someone said this the other day, and I started thinking about it more, and I, I think I, I think I buy into it. I think I'm for it, right? Um, which is, so there's this idea. Uh, James Clear has a book called Atomic Habits. And in there, one of the things he talks about is uh, – that every decision you make, or sorry, every action you do is a vote for the type of person you want to be, right? So for example, so if you eat a healthy meal, like say you get that coffee and you decide to get a black coffee because you don't want cream in it because you're on a diet, you are voting for to be the type of person who doesn't drink calories, right? Who gets black coffee and doesn't put cream in their coffee for whatever reason, right? Right, right. Uh, If you are hungry and you got to grab something and you stop by the gas station, get one of those delicious uh, gas station hot dogs, right? That's uh, that's on the roller dog. Get a roller dog, right? Then you are voting that you're casting a vote for the type of person you want to be. You're saying, hey, I'm the the type of person who when I'm hungry, I'll go for a fucking roller dog, right? (laughs) Um, so that, so that's an interesting concept and I, I buy it. I believe it. I'm actually, I'm on board with that. I think it's true, right? Every, everything you do, every action you take, you are aligning yourself with the type of person that does those actions. Right. Um, along with that, then an easy, easy one tip to stay in on track with stuff is you could just ask yourself, what would this type of person do? So say you're trying to lose weight and then you find yourself in a situation like, man, I really want this fucking cookie. Well, you just say, all right. Somebody who I'm going to identify myself as that person, somebody who uh, is healthy and some, somebody who is um, successful in losing weight, would that person eat this cookie or not? Right. And you can just base basically all of your decisions 
around what the type of person you want to be would do. So you could in your mind have that person. You could say, I want to be, you know, I want to be buff like Arnold was in the seventies. And then you're sitting there and you're like, all right, do I want to have this, you know, whatever this whole fucking cake right now? And it's like, well, if I want to look a person that looks like Arnold did in the seventies, well, probably would probably wouldn't have this entire cake right now. Right. Or whatever. Um, so there's that concept, that thing that mm-hmm. I'm on board with. Well, that led me to the other day, my friend Andy said uh, that everything we do is actually for our future, future us, for future you. Yeah. And I had always thought of that in negative ways, right? Like uh, sometimes like, mm, I should probably go to bed right now. And then I'm, I'm going to be tired. Well, that's future Danny's problem. Tonight, Danny wants to watch one more episode of Rick and Morty or whatever's going on, right? I probably should not have uh, another cup of coffee. I'm fucking zinging already, and I know I'm going to crash in a couple hours. Eh, that's future Danny's problem. <laughs> right now, Danny wants his coffee, and that's what's going on. I'll deal. Future Danny can deal with that, you know? But you can also do it in positive, or, or it applies in positive ways, right? So, for example, when you go to the gym to work out, you're not getting buff in that moment. Like exercise at that time does not make you better necessarily at that time. It makes you tired. It makes you exhausted. It actually makes you less capable of other tasks, right? Because your muscles are tired and fatigued. Um, You know, after workout, sometimes I can barely walk out the door, right? Like it takes me like three tries. I get like seven steps. I have to stop and bend over for a few more minutes before I can continue on my journey. Mm -hmm. However, you know that doing that will make you in better shape in the future. You know that by going to the gym and working out, you're going to be more fit in the future. Uh, And so, you know, by eating healthy, that may not affect you right now, but choosing to eat something healthy instead of something that's going to upset your stomach later, right? So everything you do is actually for future you and you generally doesn't benefit you in the moment. Yeah, agreed. It's a good, I like the third person view of looking at yourself like the Danny like I want. you is a different yeah. problem. It's like, it's almost like you're building a character, well, pun intended, building building a character and building character, but it's like you're looking at it, if you're writing a novel or a script or whatever, you're like, would this guy in this script eat an apple or a, a roller dog? And you right. have to make those choices for everything as if you're if you're building a character. So if right. you're going to build yourself up to something different, I, I really like that thought process for sure well you know like my kids like my oldest daughter like she will eat candy until she's sick right and so she's not taking care of future her she's hey, it tastes really good right now she wants another one right now and then three hours later she's supposed to be going to bed and she's laying in bed she's like coming out asking for tums you know what i mean <laughs> there we go, yeah. she's nine years old like getting tums and it's so we had a reminder though sometimes like before birthday parties we're like hey because she's the age now it's like drop off parties which is the best thing going by the way uh, drop her off like hey remember you know like we want to not have any issues going to bed tonight we don't want you we don't want you to have to go to sleep tonight with a towel on the floor and a bowl next to your bed because you're worried about your stomach not feeling good like how about we just stick it to one piece of cake you know what i mean one cupcake tonight and a scoop of ice cream like you can still have those things but you don't need to have you know four pieces of pizza and two slices of cake and just because it's a free-for-all because your parents aren't there whatever yeah and uh anyway and so uh, she's getting better at it. She actually still talk about it. She's like, hey, I really wanted a second cupcake, but I didn't do it. I practiced some restraint. <laughs> I'm like, nice. <laughs> but the point is, she was thinking about future Maddie. 
you yes. know, instead of a, and so she'd made that decision for her future self. Um, and either decision, if she would have decided to eat that second cupcake, that would have been a decision that affects future her also. And how much, how, how good is that a lesson to translate in other things that she can think of in the future rather than the moment too, right? Like if you're yeah, teaching all, her that yeah, young, right. holy shit, she's going to be it's, a weapon. I like that mindset more than like the, uh, that I like that approach better than, um, like I, let's say like the atomic habits approach mm -hmm. of like, you do this one thing and it defines who you are. Well, like that's bullshit to me. I, I think that you can, you can eat, you can do things and, and implicate self-control for like majority of the time. Don't do this, but making one choice in the moment doesn't define that's who I am as a person. Right. I don't think that that one choice defines who you are as a person, but I think that if you look at the a breadth of work, right? So you say it's a vote for the type of person you want to be, right? So, but if there's more votes one direction than the other, right? Like you can have 10 votes for being this type of person and three votes for being another type of person, right? Like so you're still up 10 to three. I think know? mostly my, my, I'm thinking mostly from like the food perspective, not necessarily other like important life choices and decisions where I think that applies. That makes more sense to it. But I don't know, because there's nobody on this planet that even in the most ripped up bodybuilder type person or whatever athlete that just like is, has this like perfect meal situation. Well, right. But I think that that's, I think that's the same thing. Like, I think that, um, I know what you're saying. I understand what you're saying, but I think that you got to realize though, too, not you, but like people in general is that that doesn't having that one piece of cake at a bread. So you go to your niece's birthday party and they have cake and you have a slice of cake. That doesn't necessarily mean that you're a fat fucking slob who eats cake all the time. Mm -hmm. Right. That's called balance. And you know, what type of person I am, I'm the type of person who nine out of my 10 meals are meat and vegetables and some healthy fats. Um, but I also am the type of person who, uh, you know, I'm going to a Halloween party on Friday night and I'm definitely going to have some alcoholic beverages, For right? Sure. That's some, in some Reese's and some Reese's. Right. And I'm not going to stress out about having a few drinks on Friday night at this birthday party. I'm not going to stress out about eating a few pieces of candy on Halloween because nine out of 10 of my meals are pretty squared away. Right. Like there's the balance there, you know, mm -hmm. and, and so it's not necessarily saying that because you're trying to lose weight, you never have anything, but maybe it just means I'm going to have one cookie when there's a plate of cookies, I'm going to have one. I'm not going to have four. The problem is that there's yeah. people out there that are saying that though. And I think that's, um, you should never have a single cookie. Yeah. There's people out there. And I'm not saying like this specific people or anything we've mentioned before, sure. but there's like, I think that's one of the biggest problems with, um, people falling off of, you know, falling into bad eating habits is these unreal expectations and these unrealistic, uh, I think it's all or nothing. Views. I think it's all or nothing. And then they are on it really hard and then they're off it really hard. Yeah. And I think that yo-yo diet more people. And I don't think it's like, you know, whatever works for whatever person, but I don't know. I just think it can get some of these things that come out they just get so and also like the people that are, you know, promoting them and shit that are saying things that they're just personally not doing. Right. And then they're also fucking juiced up and they're on fucking, yeah. uh, yeah, you know, like, Oh, you know, I'm on false I, pretenses. It's all just bullshit. False pretenses. Say <laughs> so here, go, Hey, if you want to look like this, these are the things you do, even though I don't currently do them. Right? Yeah, exactly. Correct. Well, that's every bodybuilder who's promoted a supplement, right? Who, who's on Pretty juice, but they're like, yeah, oh, yeah, you can look like, like me, me, just take this supplement. Like, it's because I take 
it's because I take, you know, uh, uh, amino acids. Yeah, exactly. That's why I'm so ripped. Oh, yeah. Take these and amino acids and you'll be 230 at 4%. Exactly. I, I like amino acids. Amino acids are, amino acids are cool. They're some great. people say, I like, I'm an amino acids fan, personally. Yeah. I like them. Mm-hmm. But some people will say that they are 100% useless. Sure. You know, it's interesting. Corey G, you know, he was on the show a few episodes back. Sure was. About amino acids. You know, he's like, you know, some people say that, you know, they think that whatever aminos don't do the thing or whatever. He's like, well, I'll tell you this. I've been taking this shit for <laughs> whatever, you know, 20 years. And I, re- and like, these are the, these are the facts. This is how I train. This is how much I sleep. This is how I eat. And like, when I take these, I recover better. And when I don't, I don't. But also like, you could call it anecdotal evidence, but like, you know what? Yeah. It feels good. I can go for but it. But also man. if it, that's yeah. just a, that's just a, a puzzle piece that is encouraging a positive lifestyle choices. Hell yeah. Is by taking a supplement, regardless if the fucking supplement, as long as it's not hurting you. Right. As long as you feel that it is helping you or it is helping you and you continue to then base other choices in your life around that, you're going to be better off. Well, check it out, man. You're going to recover better because you're probably going to take those. You're probably a person that's also going to probably stretch more. You're probably going to also try and get better sleep. It's just part of the whole lifestyle. Yeah, no, like yeah, not, yeah, not very many people Absolutely. are just doing those things and then just Nothing like else. fucking off entirely. Besides, like, but I'm taking my amino, so it's all good. Right. I don't think that that person's a common person. Well, I think also bringing up that and like your lifestyle and how it affects you know your choices affecting other choices. That's something actually with caffeine and kilos that that I'm proud of and something we talk about a lot. Is you know I'm convinced because people in general like to be. Uh, consistent, right? With with the, the things they do, people don't like friction, and so they like to make their decisions line up with one another, right? Like they, if they're the type of person that does this, they like to do actions that do that. That's just human nature. And so, with that, say caffeine kilos, like how does coffee, our coffee, you know, promote a, a healthy lifestyle, whatever? Like T-shirts. We'll talk about the coffee. Well, first of all, drinking just plain. Drinking coffee is definitely better for you than a bunch of chemicals in like a pre-workout or whatever. But that aside, even take that aside, even if not, you know, whatever, to drinking it for pre-workout, it's just the coffee you're drinking. Here, here's a fact for you, or my opinion, I should say. Here's, here's an opinion that's my fact. Here's opinion fact. Here's, fact. here's my fact for fact you. Fact opinion. A fact opinion. Fact opinion. Anyway, when, because people like being congruent in their decision and choices, if you get up in the morning and you go to make coffee, and you're making caffeine kilos coffee, you see that coffee bag, right? As you're grinding your beans or as you're scooping into your coffee pot, however you're making your coffee, you know that it's caffeine and kilos coffee. You also know that caffeine and kilos is a fitness brand, right? So when you're drinking that coffee, what, what message are you sending to yourself on some level? Even if, if it's on a subconscious level, you are drinking coffee from a brand in fitness. You are identifying yourself as somebody who is who likes working out, who likes fitness, who likes health, right? That's absolutely part of the equation. So now talking about casting a vote for the type of person you want to be by drinking our coffee, you are aligning yourself with people that work out and with a healthy lifestyle. And the same thing when you put on a shirt, you put on a caffeine kilos t-shirt that day, you know, you're wearing a t-shirt that's about fitness and it's a fitness, it's a fitness brand, it's a fitness company and other people see, and they ask you about it. Cap kills. What's that? It's like, what are you going to say? Oh, it's just a t-shirt brand. Probably not. Probably say, Oh, it's a, Oh yeah. It's this, uh, this brand that's like in CrossFit and weightlifting scene, whatever you're into, right? However you discovered us, you, you relate caffeine kilos to fitness and that to, and health, right? 
So you get up that morning, you put on a caffeine kills t-shirt, you are walking around all day. You're identifying yourself as somebody who works out, who lives a healthy, a healthy, active lifestyle. Right. And so your actions that day are more likely to fall in line with that than if they're not. Subconsciously, probably. Exactly. Just like the guy who's walking around wearing the big Johnson t-shirt is letting people know, right? He's letting people know what he's into. He he thinks he's a fun (laughs) guy, you know? Whereas us over here, wearing this caffeine and kilo shirt, you know what you do when you put on a caffeine and kilo shirt and you walk outside the house? You're letting them know. Yeah, you're letting them know. You're letting them know. And because also, you know yeah. what? If you don't let them know, who's going to? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think that's how it goes. I think that's how it works for anybody that puts on any kind of, you know, our shirt Anything. or whatever, rogue fucking shirt, whatever. Or if you're wearing a Spitfire shirt, whatever, you're telling people, you you know, you're into skating. I yeah. do 50 50s, dude. Kick flip off, dude. There you that's go. Funny. Letting them know, dude. I, I appreciate bearings. I align myself <laughs> with people that break the law. Yeah, that's I think, exactly it. I think I think your analogy analogy of like it starts with coffee because this is a coffee brand. Well, and with the coffee, you're letting yourself know. It, you're letting yourself know, but if you let yourself know, but if you're starting with Tim Hortons or Dunkin' Donuts, it's like okay, we usually have double doubles, so I might add sugar to it, and then I'll have a donut because they sell both anyway. Oh, did he for going by Hortons first thing in the morning? That's a whole nother issue, you know. Right. I'm not hating on Dunkin' Donuts or Hortons. I love I love Dunkin'. I'm not dunking on I'm not dunking on Dunkin' Donuts coffee because it's actually tastes decent, but yeah. you're also like throwing yourself into this fire of like. Am I going to also grab a fucking, you know, bacon, egg and cheese that's got fucking 1200 fucking calories and six grams of protein? Exactly. And am I also going to wash that down with a, a bear claw. with a bear claw and a, uh, you know, apple fritter? You know, you're just putting yourself in those positions apple to fritter, then dude. fuck off more. A hundred percent. You know, and unless you're just like, you know. Exactly. And, and to, to take 10 steps back before this leaves my but, mind, Danny was talking about the Halloween parties got coming up. And the more you think of future Danny, the more you can prepare. You say like, I, I know I'm going to have some bevies. So you can plan this week accordingly to maybe eat a little healthier at the beginning of the week, because you know, this one night might get a little off the rails, but you're still going to be on track overall. How many, how many uh, alcoholic beverages did I have yesterday? Zero. Uh, the day before that, uh, zero, yeah. right? And I'm not saying that just because I haven't had any drinks for a couple nights in a row doesn't mean it's, it's not like you're saving them up. But the point is that like, I do know I have this party on Friday night, right? And I know that I have some stuff to do on Saturday also. So it's not, anyway, the point is that leading up to it is exactly the facts. Like, ah, you know what? I'm, you know, tonight it's no big deal. I'm just going to hang out. Like, I don't, you know, even if there is some sort of like, man, you know, glass of wine sounds good. I'm like, ah. Eh, you know what? I know I got that party Friday night. Like I'll probably, probably not have any drinks tonight, but let me tell you something else. Future Danny, here we go. Is tonight. I most likely will have like one or two glasses of wine because you gotta, you gotta warm up the liver. Is that yeah. a thing? Oh, that's a thing. You gotta, so, prime, you gotta prime the liver. You gotta prime the liver. So when, when <laughs> I was in college, we always joke about it and we're like, oh, I gotta warm up the liver. Right. And, but it does seem like, you know, if you have a one or two drinks the night before a heavier drinking night, then, uh, you don't get as drunk as quick, right? Like, like anyway, and so my buddy was in med school and turns out it's a real thing because oh. you're up, it upregulates the enzymes that process alcohol. And huh. so then, uh, yeah. So then it's like your enzymes that process that are increased and so then you're ready for it. I want to see not this doctor, study. Not medical advice. I'm just <laughs> telling you. <laughs> and it makes sense. It's logical, right? So I guess that makes sense. Or you're just kind of like already starting to feel a little shitty. So then when mm, you start to feel shittier, it's like, well, 
I was kind of feeling already like this. <laughs> I felt shitty last night. So this <laughs> Maybe that's what it is. Yeah, you're just a little bit tired. And yeah. so those first couple of drinks are that much better because they just bring you back to par. Yeah, they bring like you back if you up. start off at a negative two, <laughs> yeah. you know what I mean? And the first drink brings you to like a positive two, you feel like you're at like a positive 10. Yeah. You know? It's a placebo, yeah. maybe. It's a I maybe. Know. I don't know, man. The enzyme. I would love to see the study. Trust but it. Your point is absolutely true, though. It's like you know, if you know, say the Halloween day is coming up, and you know you're going to be passing out candy and and eating eating some candy that day, whatever. Well, then you know, a few days before, maybe you're tempted. And you go, ah, you know what? I'm not gonna, I'm not going to have all this now because I know you know tomorrow night I'm I'm going to yeah. put down like twelve fucking Reeses. And it so. curbs it curbs the the craving, uh, like for that. It curbs night. your enthusiasm. Enthusiasm, but like mm-hmm. you, if you know what's coming up, it's like, yeah, I'm still craving it, but like it's coming up, so it's I'll like a cheap meal, things. right? Everybody, yeah, you know, no one you, is coming, you yeah. really clean all week. And then, if some people it works for some people to have like a cheap meal at the end of the week, that's like not crazy off the rails, but like, oh, I'm gonna have three pieces of pizza because I've been eating so clean all week, I want to satisfy this craving with yeah. a few pieces of pizza. You know, maybe like a little ice cream cone. I do a miniature. And then I'm good. And then I'm good for the week. I do a miniature version of that every day. Right. And so it's part of the Corey G anabolic fasting is the end of the night, every night, you get a banana and peanut butter. All right. Mm-hmm. And so, but the thing is, you know, I only get it if I ate exactly what I was supposed to during the day. If during the day at any point on off, like there's some um, coffee cakes sitting on the ping pong, on the catch all ping pong table in there right now. And I've been walking by and I've been eyeing that thing. I've seen other people take slices out of it. I walk by, I look at it real close and I but I walk away every time because I'm sitting here. I'm like, man, you know what though? Like tonight, I know, you know, like eight, eight o'clock tonight, I'm really going to want that banana and peanut butter. That carb spike. And, yep. and yeah, that pre pre-bed uh, carb spike. I'm like, but if I know if I eat this now, then later on, I'm not going to have it. Cause I'm gonna be like, nah, because I, you know, I, I fucked off earlier. And so just having that little like carrot dangling in the future, Speaking of a little carrot dangling, that's been my story <laughs> in my life. <laughs> yeah, and that definitely makes it easier um, knowing that you have something to look forward to that is sweet or whatever. And we're talking about cravings and food or whatever, but also like the food choices you make during the day will also just naturally curb those cravings for shitty stuff also. Yeah, that's for sure. Um, which I well, think some people don't um, fully understand, maybe that are new to like eating cleaner it's like well what am i what am i going to do am i going to be able to do it because i'm going to be craving all this junk i'm using well it's like well no not necessarily because once you start eating healthy mm-hmm. those cravings for those mm-hmm. things go away yeah yep well it's, you know talk about earlier talking about hordy who's going to say you stop by tim hortons in the morning you grab a let me back up real quick on that talk about more likely to buy you know the breakfast sandwich or in a, your apple fritter i mean it's true think about this like uh how many times have I made coffee at home and then been like, oh yeah, sounds good. And also gotten a break, like made myself a fucking breakfast sandwich or a cake pop. Uh, that's going to be zero times. Yeah. Uh, but how many times have I driven through a coffee shop and been like, oh, what the hell? And gotten like a bagel um, or a breakfast sandwich or something like that. Uh, more than zero. Well, it's, right. Like, well, because it's, it's an option you're right? not even, at home. It's not an option. Uh, you yeah. go to the shop's an option. At that point too, you got to remember too, like on a whole deeper level is that you're not even fighting with yourself at that point to not make that choice. You're also fighting with outside marketing tactics. You're also fighting with yeah. fucking other people. You have a lot more to overcome than just your own thoughts. It's not your own thoughts anymore. You're, you're literally looking at this thing that is designed to make you want it by people that get paid to do that for a living. So right. now oh, yeah. you're fighting 
against these other things. It's like, oh, like I go to start, I go to not, uh, I, I go to McDonald's because this is a random person. I go to McDonald's because the coffee is only a dollar, you know, for any size or whatever. And it's easy for me to, it's cheap. It's, you know, I don't have necessarily a bunch of time at home to make it. I just go to the drive through or whatever. It's like, okay, well, how many times are you going to go through that drive through for that dollar coffee? And how many times are you going to have to fight those demons of all those fucking delicious looking fucking McGriddles and shit on the menu before 10 you out of 10 times. Buy one. Yeah. And you're going to, and you're going, it's not a matter of if you're going to buy one, it's a matter of when you're going yeah, to so buy you go one. Monday through Friday for the entire month, you're going 20 times. You're telling me you're going to go through that drive through 20 times this month. And you think you're going to go, you're going to go 20 and oh, um, uh, probably not. And it say you do, you're going to three months in a row. You tell me you go 60 and oh, yeah, zero no, times. You won't go 60 and oh. No, hell no, dude. 20 is good, though. 20 and 20 is good. But. You, can maybe, you can maybe do 20. I think you could do 20 if someone told you that you couldn't do yes, 20. Yes, I'll say if there's a carrot. Oh, for sure. You know I mean, something like that. If your wife's like, look, you go 20 times this month, then you know what I mean? But if you're just, just on your own with no outside uh, eyes or perspective on like, or not even like more direction, if someone tells you, if you're just doing it, yeah. Without any outside influence, it's gonna be tough. You're going to do it. It's gonna Absolutely. be tough. If you're in a car full of people, they're all getting something. It's you're gonna to get just something. get a yeah. black coffee. You get another person. Right. Oh, someone else in there, dude. Oh, are you kidding me? You're getting a fucking breakfast McRib. You're folding. Yeah, you, and, and you're competing with companies. You're the pancake fucking meal. Oh, dude, the yeah. The pancake meal. Oh, rubber eggs, dude. Bring them on. And these Hortons of the world, their their, their whole life is to make hyper palatable food that mm-hmm. you will yeah. just fucking love but so the, here's the, the thing, the thing with those though i could eat six big macs and still be hungry even though that's four thousand calories at least i'm still hungry after but well, there's asked. no substance in it the exactly. patties are paper thin and it's all exactly. just air it's all air but yeah. it's, but it's air like fat. Said, it's hyper palatable right and it tastes so good and it's it's shooting off every dopamine sensor in your brain Right. And so you just want, it's not, it's actually not, it's not that you're hungry anymore. It's that you still have cravings because your body mm. wants more dump dopamine rush. Yeah. Right. There's so much, and, there's almost so much, there's so much sugar and, in those buns. And then you start talking about, oh, dude. Yeah. And then you start talking about the, uh, the idea of like hormone and, right. So insulin spikes and all that type of shit. And that's it earlier, setting yourself up for the day or just for each meal. So you go and you get it and you're like, you go and you get your, your double D, your Dunkin' Donuts. And you're like, oh yeah, I'll have this coffee. Um, I'm gonna, I'm black coffee though. I'm not gonna have all this cream in it and sugar because I'm getting my shit together. And then like, ah, fuck it. And like, oh yeah, you want a donut? It's half off today because you got this, you know, coffee. And you're like, oh fuck, dude, yeah, like I'd be a fool not to. And then you put this donut down, and then now your insulin spiked, and then you got the caffeine going through your veins, and so you are zinging. And then, let me tell you something. You throw a zin in too. Let and me, you got the nicotine dude, flowing. Let me tell you something. It feels good. It feels okay, good. <laughs> it does. You know, you are on it. And then what happens though is it feels good for about 40 minutes. And then all of a sudden you're like tired and you're just like, ugh, irritable. Irritable. And you're like, man, you know what I need. And so you just ride the lightning. You talk about chasing the dragon. When I taught yeah. PE, uh, about once a month, someone bring in a box of donuts in the PE office. And I have to make the decision before it even opened. Am I doing this today? Because I knew what it meant. So that what it meant was uh, You're making, picking out of that box all day. It means I'm gonna make a second pot of coffee, and it means like between every single class, like it's I go like gonna be this. I teach yeah. a class. I'm gonna come back in while that ne- like during the passing period or while the kids are changing, whatever. I'm going to eat another donut and have another cup of coffee, and I'm gonna do that every hour until we run out of one of those. Well, then things. you can get in the cycle of like I'm on my feet, I'm moving around a lot with these kids. I'm gonna burn this. I'm be oh, good. Yeah. And, and I need the energy. Plus, it's it feels 
yourself into it. Just zing and just woo. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Sugar rush with the caffeine buzz. Dude, yeah. you are feeling good. But then, gonna, that, then that football Sunday comes. Not. Then that football Sunday comes and you want all that stuff all day again, but you're not moving at all. Dude, the trick to football Sundays, you just got to barbecue. And then you can eat as much as you fucking want. I love yeah. it. Meat sweats. Yeah. Even if it's hot dogs or whatever, you get some fucking decent, like, quality, like, hot dogs, man. And you just fucking maybe take it easy dog. on the buns and just fucking eat dog. the fucking cleaner hot dogs. There's plenty of great fucking options out there now, which is cool for food, right? Like, you can get a healthy hot dog nowadays, right? Yeah. Well, the, the fucking nitrate-free fucking, like, real beef, you know, like, yeah. real, you know, like, less fat maybe or you don't care about fat there's other you know there's things less filler yeah um, less filler the um dude now i want to i want to talk about so hot dogs funny. yesterday too roller dogs now this today man i'm, <laughs> I'm craving a hot has dog. anyone made homemade hot dogs before before we move I, on i haven't but I, I know people that have what do you, oh, how wow. do you how, what's a homemade hot dog i don't know but it's like gotta you be basically a thing. it's you just, more you just, you just roll up bologna it's more of like a uh i think it's more of a um I guess some a sausage, I guess. It'd be more of a sausage. Mm, I think real hot dogs, yeah. I guess a hot dog doesn't really have like a skin on it though. It's more just like like fresh. Yeah, I don't know what it is. That shape. Well, it's like a paste, right? And then it's put into a mold. Ugh. Yeah, it's for sure a paste. Yeah, it's a paste that's put into a mold. Delicious. It it's delicious. like the uh it's like a like super finely ground coffee. And then as opposed to uh, yeah. like a coarse grind. You know, it's funny is, is occasionally I'll, you know, like, so I don't have hot dogs regularly. Not, I don't care if people do, I'm just saying I just don't, but then there'll be, you know, whatever. One of my daughters will have a hot dog or something just sitting there and they're like done and throw it away. And it's just like this little, I'm like, oh, I'll take one, take one bite. And I'm just like, oh God, these things no, are so good. So good. <laughs> yes. Oh, my hot dogs are so good, man. Trader Joe's has those like pigs in a blanket like on like almost like a flaky wrap uh, that's like garlicky you know what i'm talking about yeah, Those yeah. little smoke things it's, it's like the best fucking thing you've ever tasted and you're just like oh i could eat a whole box of 20 of these dude now I blink an eye you know what's great is like street fair you go to the street fair and you got like the, the the big hot dogs there you're like i want that thing sticking out of the bun on both sides mm -hmm. you go you river know? cats game here in, in town and they have the dinger dog the dinger oh, dog wow. it's about a 10 incher Oh man, Gir girthy ten incher. A girthy not us, not us, right? You know what I'm saying? No, no, no. Oh, yeah. Girthy ten incher. The um, it's so funny thinking about like the food stuff and like uh, how it makes you uh act. And it's like there was a point where uh, a couple of days in a row, a couple of weeks back, and then we, you know, I had to stop doing this. But like uh, Brock would be like have a really good day or whatever, listening, paying attention, yeah, being a good kid, right? And sure. then like oh, after dinner, you know, you can have like a small ice cream cone. Yep. And then you give it to him, and then he goes completely fucking apeshit, yeah. doesn't yeah. want to go to bed, yeah. starts acting up, and then I'm getting mad at him for acting up, even though yep. I just fucking gave him fucking basically cocaine. Not it's his fault. <laughs> and it's like, okay, well, yeah, it was smaller for, you know, an adult perspective, but for him, that's fucking a lot of fucking sugar and a lot of ice cream. Yeah, go and like now, and now body, I'm, body weight, right? Like, and now me as a parent, and now I feel, you know, I have reflected on this and then have changed that, and then we don't do that anymore. But like... You know, now I plan if I'm going to give him any kind of fucking ice cream, it's probably going to be earlier in the day, yeah. you know, like not at yeah. night before bedtime. For sure. Because then it turns into this thing. Now he's fighting with me about getting in the bath. Now he's fucking throwing a tantrum because he's fucking high out of his fucking mind on sugar, not listening after I just gave this to him for being good all day. And now I've had to like realize like, okay, well, no shit. He's fucking acting like this. Yeah, thanks I just for gave him a fucking hot shot of fucking <laughs> yeah. tea. 
And I was like, thanks for being good all day. And now we're going to end the day with you getting in trouble. Yes, for something that I did to you. Right. And it's now a, we don't do that anymore. It's a tough, it must be a Which tough Which is hard because it makes him so happy. And you're like, he's having fun. Yeah. Eating it, he's laughing. It's, it's, in the moment, it's fine. But yeah, then it's fine, sure. gone. And then he's fucking it crazy. Help, it doesn't help out future Brock. Doesn't help. Doesn't help him out. And, then and he that's can, what, yeah. he can't control himself. He's fucking three years old. Right? right. He doesn't have control over those emotions. Like what to do? He just fucking reacts. Right. Uh, yeah. And it's yeah. So it's something I had to learn as a parent to not um, do. And maybe other kids, you know, maybe react to sugar not as intensely or whatever. That's like always a thing. Too. He's also like he's a skinnier kid. Also, he's not like a big kid. There's dosing too, right? There's different things. So one is you could find something he likes. Maybe if there's, you know, whatever, like if he just fucking loves like watermelon or pie. Oh, dude, that's like, I was like just going to get right? to that. Actually, he loves fucking uh, uh, cranberries and raisins. And he thinks they're fucking candy. Oh, well, yeah. That's perfect. Oh, yeah, for sure. So that's I give perfect. him, like, hey, man, you want some candy? Yeah. He's like, oh, yeah, I want and some you candy. Give him, give him five craisins. And I gave him half some, a dozen craisins. Dude, yeah, yeah. And I put fucking raisins on his plate. And he thinks that's fucking the same, same thing as ice cream at this point. So, so that, that's what we've been doing now. That's, that's great. great. What we do with uh, with our kids is, so, you know, Halloween, they get so much damn candy, right? And then Easter, they get so much damn candy. But luckily, those holidays are kind of split the year, right? You got like six months between them about. Six months and supply. Six months supply. And seriously, so they get all their candy from Halloween. We don't do the thing where you're like, oh, pick 10 pieces and throw it away. It's like, nah, man, they just keep it all. In the pantry, not in the rooms. I've never fucking heard of that. And then what's what parents do that, dude? That's awful, dude. That's the thing. And so, so like, oh, they don't need all that candy. So like, pick whatever, like pick ten pieces and throw the rest away or whatever. Get rid of it. Wow. Anyway, we don't do brutal. What we do though is it stays in the pantry, and then it's like this at night after dinner. If you ate all of your dinner, meaning everything, meaning every bite of meat and every vegetable and every right, if you if your plate is completely cleared, right, you can have one piece of candy. Right. And it's always, it's always, they're all the little, the fun little bite size, size or yeah. little bite size Halloween candy type things. So, like, all right. And so that's it. So it's like after dinner, they get, you know, they get their one little piece of candy and it totally works. And sometimes, like, oh, like, you know, do I have to eat all my broccoli? It's like, no, you don't have to eat all your broccoli. Like, you just got to take one bite after that. Like, you have to eat all your meat. You can't be done eating until you eat all your meat. And then, as far as whatever vegetable, you take one bite of it, you can be done. But if you want that piece of candy, you got to eat it all. Yeah. It's like the kids, they eat all of their vegetables every single night because now they like it. Now they like broccoli and they don't mind. Like, cause it's like, it's just part of fucking their Brock, routine. Brock loves fucking but like, vegetables. Anyways, that More whole thing me. is like, but it's not a big old thing, big old piece. It's like one piece of candy and it just rolls like that. Yeah. So we got some great it tips right now. All the, it lasts all the way to Easter and they reload. Yeah. And then that candy, that, their Easter candy lasts all the way to Halloween like it's crazy, man. Perfect. Like we we never buy candy in the house, but they always have enough to have like one little piece. You or know? You know, also like I did the um the what's that one brand that makes like the four grams of sugar for the whole bag of candy, and it's like oh, they use like stevia. It's like it's a brand. I can't remember the name. They also make like peach rings and they make gummy bears. Peachos. Oh, and the uh, life life smarts or something. Like a green, I, like yeah. a green bag, like a teal bag, about. and uh, the whole entire bag is four grams of sugar. Hmm. so it's like that's okay this is cool and so i'll, I'll buy so they're expensive that's the, that's obviously the catch right you're gonna mm-hmm. pay there's only like you know in the peach ring one there's probably 10 in there and the whole bag is like probably like three bucks you know what i mean like yeah. it's, it's not cheap but it's also like okay well then go buy the shitty stuff that's gonna make your fucking kid nuts exactly so it's like if you want to give him candy specifically or whatever 
and this is not, I'm not saying you can't give kids candy, but right. I'm saying like, if you want it's to manage, if you want to manage the sugar intake, as long as it's not full of fucking fake sugars, but, um, well, yeah. So that's when I mean, cereal, there's those options too. Cereal, same deal. No fucking cereal in my house. No, right? cereal. So, no. So don't we don't, it. yeah, we don't eat cereal, but the kids, so here's the deal. Like yogurt, like one of my old star, cause you, the whole goal is like, we gotta get some protein in these kids before school. Yeah, let me and so, really quickly. Let me say there's no cereal in my house because I would eat it all. Right. Okay. So and there's a lot, there's a, before Danny says this, there's a lot of science now in high protein breakfasts as opposed to fasting. Well, yeah. Like oh, it's, sure. It's, it's like, it's like 40 to 50 grams is ideal. And then you can taper off the protein level as you go down if you want throughout the day. Interesting. But yeah. You can talk to Stan about that next week. Well, let's talk to Stan about that. Yeah. Dean and I both don't eat until about noon. I know. Uh, anyway, so, and I've actually been, anyway, whatever, doesn't matter. So, with the cereal though, is, you know, we'd get like, Honey Nut Cheerios and Matt, she has like her yogurt, but then she's like a little handful of Honey Nut Cheerios in with yogurt. A little crunch, which is fine, whatever. And then we're just realizing one day, we're like, you know, just like buying like fucking Honey Nut Cheerios, like there's a lot of sugar and just like bullshit in that. And there are, there's so many brands that make, I'm not even necessarily saying like the quote protein cereal, but there's, there's just ones that make like more natural, like less chemicals, less refined sugar, less corn, uh, less corn syrup you know, in oh, there. Yeah. There's, there's a lot there's of a good ton. cereals and there's there some now. good ones. And so we're like, why are we buying this? Is so silly. Like anyway, so we started doing that. So now we buy, you know, two or three different varieties of like the low sugar, um, like natural cereals <laughs> and um, like, you know, whatever gluten-free. There's some big brands and, in the fitness industry now that make yeah. like really healthy cereals that aren't yeah. like crazy priced compared exactly. to Exactly. And so it's like- and, Cereal's fucking expensive. And also it's not like we put a ton in there. You just put like well, one little handful in this thing. Yogurt, you know what I mean? Like one box lasts like weeks, right? It's not like they're eating just bowls of cereal all the time. Yeah, like so we did as kids. It's a little like thing. Like we did, yeah. I was just going to say that. Fucking corn, corn puffs. Cost, dude, like, Costco muffins. Sugar. Costco muffins and frosted oh. mini wheats, dude. Dude, recipe I'm, for disaster. My, my oh, dude, you know, you Lucky had the charms. Oh, come on. You know, your, <laughs> you friend, you know, your friends growing up that like Only their the parents like had the pantry, right? There's like the friends that you had as a kid that had like the pantry of everything nasty mm -hmm. you can think of. And they also like would let their kids have like the whatever fucking cookie cereal, like literally the miniature cookie cereal. Oh, whatever yeah. The fuck what that was that is. called? It's still around. Whatever the fuck it's called. It was. It was just, it's just miniature cookies. It was just miniature cookies and milk. And it's supposed to be breakfast. And it's supposed to be breakfast. God damn, it's and disgusting. Then, and then there was the... Uh, no, because we got them sometimes. Yeah, it was just... There was just thinking about back then, like, my parents never let me go that off the rails with the cereal. I was... My dad always had, like, the uh, frosted mini wheats. Yeah, we had It was those. about as much sweetness as I would get. Every once in a while, he would let me get some corn puffs, maybe. Those are just sugar-coated... You know, whatever. What about, what about like a chocolate rice crispy treats? No, like, no, like rice, a, rice, uh, cocoa puffs. Cocoa puffs. No, fuck no. He would never let me get that stuff. But it was, dude, peanut butter cocoa puffs. Dude, the Reese's puffs. Reese's puffs are fuck. Reese's puff cereal. Like, what the fuck is that? The best part about cereal is drinking the milk, the sugar milk. Yeah, yeah. I'm a big. But how? Like how that does, is. How does your dad keep you from doing that? Because this is basically the theme of the show. Think of future <laughs> Danny. Think of um, kind of plan ahead sort of thing. How do you keep your kid from going off the rails besides just not buying it? Because well, kids, your... kids can get their own job at like 12. To, like I got a first job at like 13. I had my own money. I'm spending all that money on junk food. 
Well, I think you, just, you, it's, you have it's these all, conversations, right? And like you, you buy certain things and you eat certain ways and you just form these habits young, right? Like we talked about, my kids are not perfect with their diets by any stretch, right? However, at dinner every night, they have some kind of a meat and some kind of a vegetable on their plate, right? Along with, they might have some rice or other stuff too, but like for sure they have some meat and some vegetable. And so, you know what? They like ground beef and chicken and salmon, right? Like they like these things. They like broccoli and string beans, green beans and, um, uh, Brussels sprouts, right? And call like they like these things because it's a part of their daily life. And so note, like just the exposing them things, having them eat them and having them like these things, that's going to be something later in life. They know that. And we talk about how they feel, you know, sometimes they eat a bunch of like too much sweets. They don't feel good. We don't say like, Oh yeah, you poor baby. We're like, Oh yeah, it's because you ate too many sweets. <laughs> And like, I honestly, I feel bad because we shouldn't let you do that, right? Or yeah. just get home from a it's birthday. It's usually party. always like, yeah, you're looking in the mirror for whose fault yeah. it is when they, they get, don't feel they good. They get older sometimes. They come home from come home from their grandparents' house or from a birthday party or something. You're like, oh, yeah, you know why you feel like shit? Because he ate too much sweets. Oh, yeah, but, when, I, when I ditched Brock off with Kelsey after he's been at CK all day and Kristen's been giving him fucking loads of candy out of the little candy <laughs> thing. No, dude. That's, that's, that's Kelsey's problem. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> I'm super dad here. I'm fucking Disneyland dad when he's here. Yeah. Um, this fire can get them all fired up and pissy and then yeah. ditch them off. Hell yeah. The um, like a good parent, like yeah. a good, 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 co- oh, dude, good, good parent move. Man. The um, I think like exactly what Danny said, you gotta if you just if that's what just what you give them at a younger age, that's just what they're gonna think is like this is Normal. what there is, this is what there is, and you can still like, like Brock, he will have like a little personal pizza or pizza for dinner sure. sometimes that's all cut up, and then there, but there's gonna be like uh some vegetables like on the side too because he actually has my luckily my son doesn't have a big uh problem with vegetables he loves fucking broccoli he loves asparagus well part of that's because he's been exposed to it. he has and he's been exposed to it since a really early age he um wasn't super into protein um like meats as a younger kid he didn't like meat at all he'd spit it out so we just fucking try to get him as much protein as we could through like cheese and like stuff like that yeah to kind of get him to get some protein in with some fats and stuff because he was eating just like not a lot of fat and he was kind of skinny well what so what, like, what so a benefit I, to have parents that notice that and care yeah. like how many parents like oh i doesn't like me okay give him another yeah. slice of bread give him another slice of bread give mine, didn't give it, mine knew nothing about nutrition and like they they and that was because of the knowledge back then and then the shit getting put out by pepsi and all that stuff was just wrong science so i i get like why they didn't understand it but yeah the i think it comes from the parents and, and your environment for sure well, that's all, then that's what it is and, and luckily you know i think luckily for brock right he was born into a family that like makes mostly positive food decisions right like we make dinner most of the time and there's a pretty balanced meal yes we will go and eat burgers or whatever you know like we do that stuff whatever but like it's just i think it's just more about just like more than not often you're eating good stuff right yep, yep. and then your kids will just adjust to that and they love, they'll learn to love these things. Like if I, I'm not fucking kidding you. If I fucking put a microwave steamed broccoli bag in the fr- uh, fridge or I mean in the microwave, pulled it out and poured it on a plate, broccoli the entire fucking thing. He loves right. it. That's so it's rare. like, that's not common for every kid, but also like if I would have done that same thing with like ground beef, you would just fucking stare at it and be like, I don't fucking want this. He eats ground beef now and we found ways of, for him to get it. Right. So, We'll do like um, this. I guess now we're just doing tips for parents and maybe yeah. the kids are struggling yeah, with sure. uh, eat, eating protein. Which but every we did, kid like, is getting getting protein in. We'll do like the yogurts, obviously, like the little personal yogurts, like Danny yep. was saying, like get some protein through the yogurt. And then there's also 
maybe your kid doesn't like meat, maybe try cheese that worked for me um, until he eventually learned to like meat. And then we'll do like a really meat heavy sauce spaghetti. Ah, there we go. With, there we go. with protein pasta. Now people will say like, well, these protein substitute pasta things can be a little dicey. Like where's the protein coming from? I don't fucking You know, know what? I tell you what, it's better than just a piece of white bread. Exactly. Oh, yeah. so we'll do like, there's a ton of meat in the sauce and then we, it's in with the protein pasta. So now we know he's getting some, something like he's getting some meat. He loves the fucking sauce here's, on it. Here's something uh, my wife did when the kids were little is same thing. Also, it's like you're also trying to get him to eat something before leaving the house. Like you're trying to get out of the house to, you know, he's trying to get out of the house to go to the gym or something and trying to like give the kid like something they can just eat like and will actually eat instead of just sit in front of for that, you know, because like we got to go like they got to go to school. Like, you know, we got stuff to do. And so she would make these muffins and she would uh, put collagen. Yeah. Right? Nice. So she'd make these little protein muffins and it was just like almond flour, banana. I need to start doing that. You yeah. always talk about that. I need to do that. Almond flour, bananas, um, almond butter. You could use peanut butter or whatever. And then collagen. And then she would, uh, spinach, she would put spinach in a, uh, um, whatever, like to grade it down, but right? Yeah. So like food processor whatever, or whatever, chop it up. Yeah, the food processor. And then she just mixed it all together and she didn't even know there was spinach in it. So it was like so chopped up tiny pieces and they were delicious. It was so, it tastes like banana peanut butter muffins or banana almond yeah. butter muffins, dude. And they probably and, had fucking 10 grams, eight grams of oh, protein had, in it. Oh, for sure. They had eight or 10 grams of protein each one because like there's collagen in there. Also in like the almond flour, there's protein in that. There's protein in the almond butter. There's, you know, it's like, and they tasted, yeah, they taste kind of sweet because there was a banana. Cause it was like, banana, you know, and so, and also there's some vegetables in there. So it's actually yeah. like a little well-rounded meal, yeah. you know, and yeah. the kids love it, dude. Like they would, she would make a batch and freeze them. And so every day, just take one out of the freezer, you know, heat it up. Here you go. And to take it further, your kids will be in extracurriculars and athletics maybe soon at that age. And there's probably people listening. They're already there. They're going to go to McDonald's or so on and so forth, because that's where the bus stopped. You, you don't really have a, an option when you're traveling, sure. gotta go. So you can look ahead at a time at the menu, try to get the best two for one protein to fat ratio that they have, which is usually chicken, because the beef at those places is pretty bad. So yeah, but it's you weird. can plan ahead, like you can still go to make. The problem people are up into that though, I mean, you're right, you're absolutely, you can plan ahead and you should, I agree with there. Yeah. Like the chicken thing, a lot of times, like, oh, I got the chicken sandwich, but it's like, yeah, but it's fried. It's like, oh, 100%, yeah. That's the breaded and fried chicken, you're actually, you're probably better off the burger. You're probably better off with the fat. It's funny, my, my wife and I looked back at it. Fried when we were younger, we were like first married, we we're like, oh, going to Applebee's for dinner, you know, and we're like, oh, yeah, trying to, chicken salad. trying to lose weight. Oh, yeah, we'll get the, uh, the, uh, <laughs> And the Asian, uh, like the Asian Fucking chicken so salad. Good. So good. So good. But like it was 100%. Okay. First of all, probably had a hundred grams of sugar in the fucking thing. It was probably the most yeah. unhealthy thing on the menu. It is. Yeah, for sure. Because, uh, because the, the, the Sauce. dressing, yeah. the salad dressing is like so sweet. Yeah. Right. Dressing's and then, oh dude. And then it's, it's deep fried and breaded chicken. You know, and I'm just like looking, it's like, oh, this salad is 2000 calories. Like yeah. this is like, it would have been so much better. You know what I should have got is a fucking steak and vegetables Here's or like a, honestly, <laughs> a hamburger or like probably would have been less, would have for sure been calories. Burgers, no bun is great. It's my go-to usually, but oh, yeah. here's a true story. I was in Costco last year. I believe it. I was standing in line for, believe it or not, the $1.50 hot dog. Cause this is, this is a hot dog episode. And yeah. the lady in front of me. Next time I go to Costco, I'm getting a hot dog. Oh, 100%. The, the lady and the kid in front of me didn't really 
kind of know a lot about nutrition. Not gonna get the chicken I, because I could hear them talking out loud. They're looking at the menu. They got the calories listed. They got a Caesar salad or a chicken Caesar salad for like twelve hundred calories. They got ice cream cone underneath it for three hundred eighty calories each ice cream cone. They opted because of that calorie counter the two ice cream cones instead of the, the chicken Caesar salad. Now, the chicken Caesar salad is horrible. Let's, let's be real. From a, from a calorie from standpoint. From a calorie standpoint, calories, it's sure. horrible. But the ice cream, you're not getting, you know, any protein. What's the nutritional? High fat, high sugar. Yeah, yeah. well, th- that's the thing. They didn't have the nutritional facts, just had the calories. So what's your take on that? And maybe a kid might think, oh, I'm eating healthier because it's less calories. How do you navigate Well, I that? mean, that's a whole thing too, right? Because the thing about the Caesar salad is like, yeah, okay, so you're going to get uh, a lot of those calories are coming from the dressing, from the Caesar dressing for sure. But also uh, you're getting some protein, like good quality protein in the chicken. And uh, furthermore, you get that lettuce in there, you know, at least you're kind of, you're getting some fiber. Like yeah. how much fiber? You shit it out. Yeah, exactly. The broom. <laughs> that, that lettuce, call, just call that the broom, right? So yeah, how much fiber is in that uh, ice cream cone, right? None. Like none, right? And it's like it's just straight dairy and sugar, sugar, and it's like more sugar than probably dairy. And, and uh, it's like how to increase inflammation one hundred and one. Yes. Yeah, well, people, I think that just comes down to just like there's just not enough general knowledge on well, like cal- people with this like, like calories aren't that well, important here, compared to other things. Well, here's the deal: is if you look at over. You're looking at this decision they made in isolation. Whereas when you look at the bigger picture here, that's the problem is because they made that decision because this thing is fewer calories than the other thing. Well, they didn't take an effects if they eat that other thing, if they have that chicken Caesar salad and maybe it was 1200 calories or whatever, when is the next time they're actually like hungry or like craving food again is not going to necessarily be an hour later because of a lot of the calories from that Caesar salad are me fat calories from the dressing yes. and there's some protein. So it's, and the salad is going to fill you up right? Like the lettuce, right? So they'll be more satiating for a longer period of time. Whereas look at that ice cream cone, they're going to eat that 380 calorie ice cream cone. And what's going to happen is uh, an hour and 15 minutes from now, they're going to be craving more sugar and craving more sweets because they're going to have that insulin spikes and start coming back down. And they're going to be not only hungry, not only is there nothing left in their stomach because the ice cream just melted and already got digested and absorbed, right? But furthermore, then the hormonal level, the insulin spike they're dealing with. So they're gonna, yeah, they're gonna be craving sugar and craving food. Well, think about how much hour. think about how much air is in an ice cream cone and ice cream. You know what I mean? Like there's oh, not much there. It's yeah. There's not much there. It's it's if you had to boil it down, probably this much. Exactly. Like this yeah. is how much food it is all grinded down and melted. You melt it, you grind up the, you smash up the cone, and you melt this, the the milk. It's probably fill up something this big. And yeah, yeah. And so that, it's like that. You got to look at that too, right? The volume. There's not. There's no volume there. That's and not that comes. And that comes back to me saying I could eat six Big Macs. I'm not satiated. So if you can find meals that keep you satiated, meat, potatoes, vegetables, stuff like that, you're gonna have a hard time finishing the vegetables because you're gonna be full. Well, suck the air Man, out of those buns. That's that's the number one rule to avoid bad food is to find stuff that's it, satiated and here we go. eating. let's be crossfit fanboys for a minute all right so we it. just got in the in the gym we just got a huge mural i'm talking it's like 40 feet across by 20 feet that's probably huge it's like 20 feet across by 20 feet tall seriously right and it's that world-class fitness in 100 words right what's the very first part of that was say eat meats and vegetables nuts and seeds some fruit little starch no sugar 
right? And they continue to eat, keep intake levels that support uh, exercise but not body fat. But you can take that part off. Just look at the first part, right? So like mm-hmm. eat, eat vegetables, nuts, and seeds. Well, how much? Well, then say how much. So I guess go for it. Some fruit. Well, how much? Well, I don't say some. So I guess less than the other things. Little starch. Okay, well, probably less than the fruit. Right? And no sugar. That one's pretty clear. You know, it's <laughs> like if you just like <laughs> follow that blueprint, then you're going to be so much better off than 90% of the people, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, for Absolutely. sure. And you're gonna get you're gonna get that craving satisfied of sugar through through fruits. Oh, you're Obviously, have, there is such thing as eating too much fruit. You're getting too much yeah. sugar. Well, that's why. But if some. you eat like a normal, exactly, if you eat fewer, a normal, fewer fruit than vegetables. Amount, yeah, just do the old fist trick. You know, I should probably have this much fruit. Yeah, dude. Just probably for the day, and I probably should be good. Just only just fist yourself. Only fist yourself. You know, I went in doubt. When in doubt, just fist it. When in doubt, the fist method for everything kind of works. Think everything. about it. Like we're talking everything. Piece of meat. Thinking about it. Piece of meat, okay, size of my fist. fist. Amount of veggies, size fist of my it. fist. The amount of fucking uh, fruit I should have probably for the day, fist about size it. of my fist. If you did that, if that's all you did far as far as measuring like those main food groups, you would be shredded. Yeah, fist dude. over everything. Fist, fist over, over everything. everything. Shredded. I actually had what on my screensaver a few years ago when I was actually in great shape was the the CrossFit food slogan, what Danny just listed yeah, out. That, that was my home screen. And yep. I have people like, does your home screen say blah, 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 blah? And I was like, yep. Okay, right. <laughs> They're like, why? I'm like, don't worry about it. Greg Glassman. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> exactly. All right. We got to uh, uh, I'm not gonna do it. All right. There we go. I think we got to go. Yeah. Dan Efforting right. next week. We're going to probably hit on some of these topics again, but can't yeah. wait. Yeah. Stoke uh, for it. Get his opinion on fisting your food. Big yep. takeaway. Hot dogs, fisting your food. Let him know. Thinking of future Danny. And, yep. uh, and uh, you know, how to, how, to, how, to help, how to help your kids eat better. Exactly. Stay on there top it of it. GSC, we, we are Cappuccino. out. Guys in Cappuccino, go to captainkilos.com. Baby boys.